My God is a miracle God. My God is a miracle God. He will never fail. He will never change. He will do what he says he will do. My God will do what he promised to do. That God will do what he promised to do in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Everlasting Father, we are going to your word now. Those promises that you have made in our life, let them be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know what will be the word that God has for you this afternoon. Or the sentence, or the phrase that God has for you. And when that word comes out from him, that God Almighty will interpret it for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We rebuke every split of tiredness sleeping in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord, church. Uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activities under the heaven. This is how NIV put it. I want to throw a question at you. What season are we now? Season of... If you are not speaking, I will not go ahead. Season of what? Holiday. Season of vacation. Hallelujah. Everybody wants to go have a time to rest. Right? So we are in the season of vacation. Why can't we talk about vacation today? Today I want to talk about the truth about vacation. The truth about what? I know many of you have gone and come back. Some are planning to go. Some are on vacation already. So, like I said, we shall be talking about the truth about vacation. What is vacation? Vacation is taking a time away from something to go and relax. You just take time so that you can have some rest, some relax. Vacation can be taken to mean rest, right? It's time for rest. But unfortunately, many of us, when we take vacation, we don't take rest. Am I correct? For instance, if you are from the North India, you will travel all around the, from North to South. Is that rest? That is not rest. You have taken vacation away from your circular job. Amen? Actually, the Bible does not mention anything specifically about vacation. But the scripture, however, does address the concept of rest. If you believe, say hallelujah. Yes. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. Verse 2. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Verse 3. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. You see, our God is so good. He laid down the foundation of vacation right from the beginning itself. 
He set an example of rest in that book of Genesis. Many of us, we always love to take the money instead of going for the vacation. When your company is paying compensation that don't go to vacation, we will pay you. We take it. God himself in the creation, when he completed the creation, he rested. So it is a command from God that people have to take rest. God commands his people. They are are to rest from their labor. In the book of Exodus, chapter 20, let's read us verse 8 to 11 and see what the scripture is saying about taking a rest. Exodus 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Verse 9. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Six days you shall do what? You shall do what? You have to pay attention to what they are reading. I will ask questions. Go ahead, sister. Verse 10. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. Ah, thank you, thank you. You shall do no what? What does that mean? To take rest. Hallelujah. Read on. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger. Even the cattle are not exempted. Everything within your home. That is why I love you, the Indian family. When you are going, you are going with everybody. You are going with the entire household. Hallelujah. That is how to enjoy the vacation. That's what the scripture is saying. Your entire household. They are not with you in working places. But when you are going on vacation, everybody goes together. Praise the Lord. Read on, sister. Verse 11. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Hallelujah. I think you are, you are getting it now. It is a simple directive from God that you must take rest. You must enjoy vacation. Money is not everything. God is saying to his people, weekly, they must take how many days? Are you sure? How many days? God bless you, sir. Only one day. You must take rest. Most at our circular job, we have the privilege of taking four weeks in a year, right? Some people have the privilege of more than that, but the common one is four weeks in a year. God has laid the foundation, and that is why the Sabbath command is repeated throughout the Old Testament. That directive from God was repeated throughout the Old Testament. Even though, as we have recently, like now we, are, we study in, the, uh, in our home cell, Christians are no longer under the law of Sabbath. But still, the concept of rest is very, very important. And that is why today, me and you need to go for vacation. If you are not looking for your vacation day, raise up your hand. That means everybody is waiting for that special day. 
In my office, people will be counting calendar. They will be telling like, they sing it like a song. I'm going to vacation next week. I'm going to vacation next week. So, it, in fact, that's what prompted this, my message. Because of the way some of my colleagues is hammering on it. Sir, I'm going to vacation next week. I'm going to apply. It has been approved. People were excited. Brother Rajesh was here last week. He was talking about better. Believe me, today's message, I told him, my message for today initially was back to better, which confirmed that God is at work. I just shifted that for another day. I decided to go with this topic of today, the truth about vacation. So, Christians are no longer under the law of Sabbath, but the concept is already established. And that is why when you look at uh, New Testament, Jesus said in Mark 2, verse 27. What did he say there? Mark 2, verse 27. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Okay. The Sabbath means, this means that Sabbath itself is a gift from God. Jesus is confirming that the Sabbath was made for man. It's a gift that God has given unto us. We had the medical personnel uh, in, uh, with us here. They know the, 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 the purpose of resting, having rest. We'll talk more about it as we move on. What that is saying is you must terminate one day a week to give your body time to restore itself back. Now, your company is giving you up to four weeks. One thing I'm enjoying with vacation is that no need to, for me for my alarm to sound that I have to wake up around early in the morning, certain period. No need because I will switch it off. I can sleep in up to 10 o'clock. I'm not any under tension. Believe me, this is how to enjoy vacation. You must terminate labor one day a week to give your body time to restore itself. If a man fails to rest in one day in se- one day in seven, he will soon become sick. That is why even some of us we work like a jackal in the office. We work throughout the week, but still we still have the way of taking rest. Don't just think everything is, they are going to pay me overtime, they are going to, you need rest. You need your vacation. You need that time for yourself. In taking a vacation, that is time to rest. You are declaring, saying that, God, I'm exercising your commandment. I'm keeping to your commandment because God is not human. He takes rest after Six days. So if you are working for one year and your company is saying go for vacation for four weeks, why are you denying yourself? The truth about the vacation. Number one, the truth now, rest is commanded. I've talked about it. Some things are optional spiritually, but rest is not an optional. If you don't want to rest, you'll be bent to rest. 
You get it? If you are thinking you will not rest, you want to work like machine. Even machine take rest. Even the land we planted on take rest. Because in, in cultivation, when you are cultivating the land, we have what we call shifting cultivation. You plant here this year, next year you allow that land to rest, you move to another side. Even when you are using fertilizer to work on the land, still the land needs to take rest. Hallelujah. So, rest is commanded. As I mentioned earlier, God rested after six days of doing work of creation. It is a fact. You cannot change it. So, take your vacation and relax. Talking about ten commandments now, rest is not an optional. Because it is commanded. Let's look at what the book of Leviticus chapter 23 verse 3 says. Leviticus 23 verse 3. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a, is a Sabbath of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work on it. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. God was telling his people, they shall do no work. He wants them to rest. Your company also what? They want you to rest. That is why they have agreed with you from the beginning. At the end of some company 11 months, the 12th month become vacation. Some, after 12 months, the next one, at the beginning of your new uh, year, I call it now, you go for vacation. So, and God is, was telling his own people, giving instruction, that on the seventh day, is completely for rest. He make it a holy convocation. You shall do no work. But many of us, when we go on vacation, I'm going to talk about it, we never rest. Jesus Christ himself did not take a vacation from his ministry. We know that. But he did take time for refreshing and also ensure that his disciples, that they had time to rest. If you have not come across that, please go through your scripture. You will know. At a time when so many people were coming and going that, this happened when people were coming to him, to Jesus Christ now. And Jesus said to his disciples, let's look at what Mark 6.31 says. When people were coming, Mark 6.31. Mark 6 verse 31. And he said to them, Come aside by yourselves to Come a Come aside by yourself. To, a, to where? To a deserted place. A quiet place. And what? And rest a while. And rest a while. God is also, Jesus Christ is confirming the commandment of what? Of God. Read on. For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. You see? There was no time to eat, and Jesus Christ sends this. He told them to have rest. Hallelujah. Those are the truth about rest. You need your vacation. You need to take vacation. Brethren, if Jesus himself sought time to rest, have a vacation is not a bad thing at all. It is a good thing. It creates balance. And when we are talking about balance, that means you must plan for your vacation. And to balance it up, God was on vacation on 
on the seventh day after six days of work. So as human, we need vacation. We cannot survive unless we balance everything. You need to balance it. The teachers, they are very lucky. At least about two, two months. I know you will prepare for the next uh, session, but at the same time, those periods of June, July, in some cases, some cases July, August, they have the rest. Because the children in the school, they can torment their teachers. They need enough time to rest. That is why they have that time to rest. So this is the reason for our daily rest requirement. Yes, daily rest requirement. What is that? Every day we have to rest also, not even just one day. That is why we sleep. When you sleep, your brain sleeps. My boss used to tell me, Francis, sister, when you are going home, every problem we have discussed today, lock it in your cupboard and go home. Don't think about it. When you come back tomorrow, open it. Even at times when he called me at home, I said, sir, you always ask me to keep everything in the cup. <laughs> he said, okay. He will apologize. And see, uh, so we need to take rest. That is the essence of vacation. We do need time away from our daily routine in order to receive refreshment from God. God did not design us 24-7, 365 days per year. Even our pastor needs rest. Correct? Pastor, you need vacation. Amen? Everybody needs vacation. Don't think that pastor will be here every time. Opening the service. Sometimes you will see him. Sometimes you don't see him. He has gone to rest. Hallelujah? So maintaining balance during your vacation is very, very important. To maintain balance during your vacation... Plan for a stress-free vacation. Do what? So if you are not understanding, just wave your hand to the Lord. I will go over it again. Plan for a stress-free stress -free vacation. A stress-free holiday can happen. It is possible. But because... We want to visit this. We want to see that. That is why we are making it impossible. Always remember you are on a vacation. It is for rest. Therefore, do what? Take rest. Don't allow your business that you are too busy, you want to do this, do that, to overtake your life to the point of not knowing which way. Even some of us, when we are planning for the vacation, in the plan itself, we will sort, take time to, to do our part that we will not have the energy when the vacation comes. That is the truth. You want to purchase this, you want to purchase that. Yes, it's good to consider people back home for your vacation. So plan for a stress-free vacation. You need to carefully evaluate your plan. Like I said, a vacation is a season for rest. Let it be that. Also know that if you are on the edge of tiredness and exhaustion of the happenings around you, you need what? 
You need vacation. Your boss will know from your eyes. Let me ask you, Vipin, what is the problem? What is showing on your eyes? If I don't sleep well, once I get to the office, even though I use glass, my boss still know. He asked me, Francis, somebody did not allow you to sleep? <laughs> we need rest. We need vacation. A vacation is a season of rest. Let it be. Hallelujah. So, what did Jesus say in Matthew 11? Let's look at verse 28 to 30. Before you read that, if you are at the point or at the edge of tiredness, exhaustion, you don't know what to do. Jesus is telling you something. What is that? Read 28 to 30, Matthew. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus is ready to give you what? Rest. If you feel disturbed, spiritually you are disturbed, physically you are disturbed, go to who? It's a free invitation. Go to Jesus. Read on. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus himself has declared to you, come to me, he will give you rest. When at the point of confusion, please go to Jesus. He will tell you what to do. He will direct your path. Jesus is telling you he will be, he will be the best reason for good vacation. That's what, simply what he's telling you there. And what he promised he has to do it with rest among the chaotic lifestyle that you might be facing. If you look confused in any way, just go to him. Invitation has been given unto you. To have a good rest during vacation, it takes commitment. You need to commit yourself. Proverbs, 3, Proverbs 16 verse 3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do. And your plan will do what? We succeed. When you are planning, try to put everything before God. So, the only way to see our plan to succeed is through Jesus Christ. Table it before the Lord as you plan for your, for your vacation. I'm not saying when you travel, you don't visit your family. God will show you the direction how to go about it without stress. Talking about vacation, you have so much to do. Places to go. People to see. Make commitment to rest. Otherwise, whatever success that you're supposed to gain there, you will lose it. Make, make commitment. Make commitment to rest. Why? Because when you enter the rest of the Lord. When you put everything unto God, you commit yourself unto God, God will perfect all your plans. Amen? Hebrews 4, verse 10 to 11. Hebrews 4, verse 10. For he who has entered his rest has himself also seized from his works. Thank you. Stop there. Stop there, sister. For he who has entered his rest has himself also cease from his work. 
That's another confirmation. Okay, I know what is going through your mind. Okay, I'm an accountant in the office, or I'm a medical doctor in, the, in my secular job. After all, I'm not going to the hospital, I'm, at, I'm on vacation. And you begin to go around the entire world, not having a simple period to relax. You are not obeying the vacation, the, the, the principle of vacation. You need to take rest. You might be away from your circular job. At the same time, you have to relax. Read on, sister. As God did from his. Verse 11. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same examples of disobedience. That is, you cease to do no work when you are resting or on vacation. This is what this is saying. For where to commit to a lifestyle of regular rest and refreshment during vacation, you have to understand what? Your limitation. You have to understand your limitation. You have to reevaluate your schedule and adjust accordingly during vacation. For adequate time for you, for yourself, find adequate time for yourself to rest. That is, Commit to bed time. Have a specific time that, okay, I've moved around up and down since morning. I need to sleep by 6 o'clock. I need to wake up at this point in time. Take away your alarm. Your boss will not be looking at the time you are coming to the office. You are on vacation. So to have a good rest, brethren, during vacation, to have a good rest during vacation and to maintain balance during your vacation. Have vacation without comparison. You don't compare. Let me tell you the secret. Someone will always be ahead of you. Right? Some people are behind you also. Don't compare. When you are comparing during the time of your vacation, you are going to stress yourself. And we are talking about stress-free vacation. Don't look at how somebody has handled his own vacation. Don't ever think that. Otherwise, you may be distracted. Having kind and sweet and splendid vacation that is expected of you. Because your colleague has gone to, uh, let me say Georgia now. You also want to go to Georgia. You need to look at your pocket. Don't compare. And when you are going beyond your pocket, it means you are going under stress. Hallelujah. Have vacation without comparison. Galatians 6, verse 4. Be sure to do what you should, for then you will enjoy the personal satisfaction. Thank you. Be sure to do what you should do. For what? Then you will enjoy the personal what? satisfaction go ahead of having done your work well yes of having your vacation well okay and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else it's a simple instruction plan according to your resources the moment you are planning beyond your resources you put yourself under stress there will always be somebody ahead of you as i said earlier 
That is, the love of God, the acceptance of God, only found in humility. Humble yourself. While on vacation, you will host some people, some guests. Don't, get, don't be carried away with this. Make sure you enjoy your vacation. People will call you, oh, brother, you are around. I'm coming to greet you. Yes, let them come. But don't be distracted. When it is time for you to rest, rest. Talking about hosting guests during the vacation. Either you go and visit or they will come and visit you. Let's assume they are coming to visit you. I want us to go to a familiar story in the scripture regarding hosting a guest. Let's turn to Luke chapter 10. We'll be reading verse 38 to 42. Verse 38. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Verse 39. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Thank you. Hosting your guests during your vacation may cause a lot of pressure. So why do you think it will be like will be like if you are hosting the Son of God? What will it be? Suppose you are, in, you are on vacation in Nigeria and pastor suddenly come to Nigeria and want to visit you. What will it be? You'll be happy that pastor is coming to visit you, right? Even our uh, Indian brethren, you are at home Maybe I know pastor is from the southern part, maybe in the northern part, from Delhi side. Pastor suddenly called, I'm coming to visit you. I'm sure you, you will do more than matter. You will try to, oh, what can I give pastor? He's coming. Pastor, are you coming with sister? Ah, yes. Is there any other person coming with you? You'll be asking so many questions because you'll be preparing yourself to receive him. Hallelujah. Martha had the chance of hosting God in his home. It's a unique opportunity to create a special memory that she could cherish in her heart for the rest of her days. That period should have been a happy moment for Martha. But it turned out to be a day of worry and anxiety. In this story, we can identify so many things. In the story, vacation time, like matter, we have the opportunity to, to create a warm memory. But if you are not careful, we will end up with a vacation with fatigue and breakdown. We need to be very careful. If you are not careful, stress can ruin the entire thing. So don't stress yourself during vac vacation. 
If you do not take care of stress, anxiety, I'm sorry, stress will take care of you. It shall never be our portion in Jesus' name. It's a prayer, but we have to take step. Not to stress ourselves. Because stress can take care of you physically. It can take care of you physically. Let's look at verse uh, 41 of that Luke 10. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Jesus told Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. Jesus noticed that. He was the guest, but he understood that Martha is worried, is upset. How many of you believe that she's upset? Yes, she did. We talk about it. Matthew 6, 34 said, do not worry about tomorrow. Do not worry. I was, when I was preparing this message, I tried to look for resources and I come across this. According to medical people, stress can cause high blood pressure, headache, muscle pain, heart problem. That's what stress can cost, cause us. Do not overstress yourself during this vacation. Don't cause any physical harm to yourself during this vacation. Do things moderately. Do things moderately. You need to take care of your physical body. God bless you, sister. Don't stress yourself. Because brother can fold his leg, sit on the chair, cross leg, and read newspaper. Why you do all the house chorus? Is that the truth? Sister, please, don't stress yourself. The same blood vein you have, the same things is going on. The vacation people are coming. Yes, God will help you. Don't stress yourself. Stress will take care of you. Relationally. Being relation means acknowledge the link, connectivities now, of human nature. And the important role the relationship play in our life. Our, our relatives will come. They will come during the, the vacation. We believe that women are meant to connect with each other. You cannot avoid it. I'm not saying when they call you, oh, I love you around, we are coming. No, 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 don't come. Pastor Francis has said we should take rest. <laughs> I'm not telling you that. But you need to devise a beam on how to put this one correctly so that you will not stress yourself out. You won't do it because if your relative come and you already stress up, you will pass it to them. Then they'll be looking at him. As Sultan in Oman, ask him not to come back. They begin to wonder, not knowing that it is the stress you have given to yourself. So don't allow that to happen. In that scripture we have read, you may find yourself in similar situation. Martha was slicing, chopping, she was busy cooking, cleaning. She was consumed by all the things she was doing. Actually, when I was in Sunday school, I supported her that yes, she wanted to make Jesus Christ comfortable. 
She wanted to entertain Jesus Christ. So she was consumed by all the things she was doing and overwhelmed by all the things she still needed to do. And she turned to ask Mary a question. And she realized that she was all alone. Maybe, like some of us, when our wife is in the kitchen, we are, help, we are with her. Maybe we are just looking for something to put in our mouth. She's slicing, she's slicing. Then she's still talking. By the time she looked back, we are gone. So, am I not talking to you? Correct, sister? God bless you. So maybe she just looked through the doorway and discovered that Mary is no longer here. And when she found out she was sitting down in the living room with Jesus Christ while she was doing the chorus alone. And even though she's in a house full of people, she was the only one doing it. Stressing herself. So if she felt abandoned and she felt that she has been uh, she has been taken advantage of and this caused the relationship between her and Mary at that point to be something else. So don't allow stress during vacation to affect your relationship with your family or friends or colleagues. If you don't stress yourself, it will never affect your relationship. And Martha was very angry. It was, she was very angry. She was feeling lonely, only the one cooking. And you can hear from Martha's words. Now, let's hear what she has said. Luke 10, verse 40 again. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Now, we are talking about the relationship. Now, I want you to take note of this word. My sister has left me. What does that mean? It means the sister was there before. She was there. But my sister has left me. Take note of that. Stress can also affect our vision. She got carried away, not even knowing that Mary has left. I'm sure maybe she was just slicing, talking, 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 without looking back. It, when we are stressed, what I'm saying, don't allow stress to, you don't allow to be stressed during, this, during the vacation. When you are stressed, it prevents you from seeing any other thing than yourself and the situation around you. It will prevent you from seeing it. To some degree, we can all guess that Martha was feeling very angry. That's why she has reported to Jesus Christ. From that, we'll come back to that later. There have been times when we have left, when we have fed as if we are just the only one doing it. Maybe brother is not helping the sister. Then you pass the stress to him. I'm the only one doing this. After all, we all go to church together. Why are you leaving everything for me alone? That is stress. 
If stress is not there, this kind of statement may not come. Brother, we need to help our sisters. Hallelujah. So, we look forward to, vac to vacation, but it has the power to draw us together with loved ones. Yes. Our loved ones want to see us. They have not seen us for a longer time. It is a time to reconnect with our people. Don't allow the stress of preparation or the stress you pass through to affect that uh, relationship with your family or friends. But just like Martha and Mary, stress can strain the best relationship and damage the warmest fellowship. Avoid any form of stress when you go on vacation. Like we can see Mary and the rest of the disciples around the Lord discussing, listening to him. Then, maybe Martha just suddenly remember and went with a spoon in, in her hand to where they were sitting and challenged. He was not even accusing Mary directly. challenged Jesus Christ himself. Tell my sister to get up and come with me. The relationship is, if, matter, if Mary is an angry person, for what? Then argument will start. So, brethren, don't allow stress to weigh you down during your vacation. In this vacation period, try to make a very good memory so that when you come back, when you remember, you feel nostalgious and begin to, oh, what a blessed time. Let sister know that, yes, she has gone for a very blessed vacation. So that there will be little to prepare. You, it is vacation time. Take her out to enjoy. Take her to restaurant. No cooking at home. Yeah, but some of us, we like homemade food. So I'm not discouraging you. If the responsibility makes us difficult to live with, then there's something wrong. Oh, you are going to make a memory this vacation, this vacation scene, planned for good memory. If you do not take care of stress and anxiety, Stress may take care of you. I keep saying this. It can take care of you spiritually. It can. Let's go back to verse 40. Luke 10. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Verse 40. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. Now, when we read it last time, I asked you to take note of, my sister has left me. Now, what I want you to take note here, Lord, do you not care? If I tell pastor in my home, pastor, do you not care? What do you think is that? It's an accusation. It's, it is an accusation. What has Martha did there? He accused Jesus Christ. Lord, 
Don't you care? Why is he saying this? Stress. Stress will take care of you spiritually. Because she couldn't see any other thing. She was frustrated. Don't be frustrated during your vacation. It sounds like a question. Lord, don't you care? It is never a question. It is an accusation. The worry of the moment has not only driven a wedge between Mary and uh, between Martha and her sister, but it has caused her to question Jesus Christ that, my God, my Lord, or Lord, do, don't you care? Let me elaborate it more here. I wrote some things down here. Lord, okay. Lord, don't you know what I'm going through? It can be interpreted in that way. Lord, don't you care that I'm the only one walking? Lord, don't you care that, that no one is helping me? Lord, don't you care that this is not fair? I'm all doing this alone. Why is this coming? Because of stress. Don't stress during vacation. This is, this is the truth about vacation. All this may look like a rhetoric question, but that's it. She, she meant it while she was challenging Jesus Christ. Lord, don't you care? So if you are not careful with vacation stress, we can begin to feel upset with the one that you even love. Maybe your sister-in-law is there. She's not helping you. you try, Don't you care to even help me? I'm doing everything alone. It may happen. Your relationship begins to be affected. So brethren, don't stress yourself during your vacation. Stress only occurs when we are trying to do it alone. Right? When you are trying to please everybody. You want to make sure that they are comfortable. You will stress yourself. So what step can we take to make sure our vacation become a magical as it can be? What step are we going to take? Number one, know your limits. Let's go back to verse 38. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Martha opened her home to him, to Jesus Christ. Jesus did not invite himself. The Bible says, as they went, he entered a certain village. And a certain woman welcomed him. He invited him. Yes, you can invite people during your vacation, but don't stress. Instead of inviting 100 people. You decided to invite how many? 200 people. You cause yourself what? Stress. Know your limits. That's what I want to bring out there. Matter of society is the product of our own choice. There's nothing bad. He has invited Jesus Christ to her home. During your vacation, know your physical limits. We always feel the pressure to create the 
perfect vacation experience for our families and our guests. Brethren, know your limit. We try to live to the unrealistic expectation that we have built in our mind. We try to please everybody. We try to do this. Some of us, we try to impress. I live abroad. You want to show them that you live abroad. They are coming to your home. Instead of making maybe one type of food, then you make it a buffet. You make it a buffet. Different kind of juice and everything is there. You are stressing yourself. Know your limits. And your limit will be, will be determined at times with the, your wallet. So don't overstress your wallet as well. Not just your physical body. Don't overstress your wallet. Not that you come back from vacation, now turn to a dino. Again, um, what we make, the step you have to take to make the vacation become something that you will never forget. Choose what is best. Or choose what is better. Let me put it that way. Choose what is better. Again, let's go back to verse 40. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Again, I'm picking here. My sister has left me to serve alone. Last time I speak, my sister has left me. My sister has left me to serve alone. She decided to do it alone. When we read this, we assume that Mary did not did nothing to help. That is what is in our mind. But it is not like that. Did nothing to help with the preparation for the meal. But matters imply that at some time, Mary was happy. That's why I said, my sister has left me to serve. That means she was with, him, with her before. But she left matter in the kitchen to sit at the feet of Jesus. She has chosen what is better for her. Choose what is better for you during your vacation. I can see Mary in the kitchen walking right alongside with her. That is how I interpreted this. Suddenly she just realized that, oh, Jesus Christ, being whom the type of the person he is, might be sharing messages quietly. She walk, out, walk away to choose what is better for her. In your vacation time, choose what is good. Choose what is better for you. So, she might have dropped whatever she was doing and move on. But Martha, on the other hand, was consumed with what she had to do that she seemed to forget who was with them. Realize who is with you. What can you benefit? What is the purpose of that person visiting you? What can you gain? Choose what is best. I'm not saying you should not entertain them, but at, this, at the same time, choose what is best for 
for yourself. Make a good choice during your vacation. That is just a simple summary. Martha was complaining. My sister has left me to do the work. Jesus simply answered her, Mary has chosen what is better. That's what verse 42 says. She has a choice. Choose what is good for you in this vacation. She has a choice to make. Her choice was not because she was a bad or good. She had, she had to choose between what good and what was better. Mary chose what was better. And now do you know the difference? We have to answer the question. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. The memory you created, the memory of what you have chosen during your vacation will not be taken away from you. Choose something that whenever you remember, you will smile. Not something that you remember, you throw your eyes, you throw your face, and people begin to ask you what is going on. So at times, see, it is amazing to see how much we prepare for vacation. We will spend our time in preparation alone. What Martha was doing was essential, yes. But what Mary was doing was internal. Don't because guests are coming to you during vacation, you are unable to go to church on Sunday. I'm saying Sunday because I know when we get to where we are having our vacation, we worship on Sunday there. Choose what is better to you. So let us be a good steward of our time during our vacation. Maintain your resources. Use your resources. Stay within your resources. Don't overstress your physical body as well as your bank account. So, I'm just trying because of time, I'm trying to see where to cut it off. So it is good to consider finances closely when we plan for our vacation. Let me, I'm not a finance man, so I'm not going to talk much about that. But common sense, which may not be common, is what I'm trying to apply. Choose what is good for you. Don't stress yourself during your vacation. It's the expenses of the vacation within your financial means. Go for it. That is the truth about vacation. Don't stress yourself. In closing, uh, whatever I've not mentioned here, God will talk to you about it himself, in Jesus' name. So, in closing, it is wrong to be so busy that our physical health and spiritual life is neglected during vacation. God demands that we take time off from the business of making a living in order to live. Take note of that. Vacation is not only essential for the body, but for the mind as well. If we do not take periodic vacation, we may have to pay for it through illness. That shall never be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, God, take, God takes the need for relaxation very serious. Because during the creation, she'll have done everything without mentioning rest, right? He has control over everything. 
But for you and me, that's why he has laid the foundation. He, he takes it serious. You need to relax. Everything needs rest. Like I said, the land, animal, they all need rest. And that scripture we read, mention everything within your household. They shall not walk. Not to obey God's command to relax is try to challenge the law that govern the physical body. The medical personnel, they can talk about that. Because if you are not obeying the, the you are not obeying the simple command to relax, to rest, your physical body will even tell you that you are overstressing it. The law that governs both physical and spiritual reality, the only alternative to obedience is to suffer the consequences. It shall never be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen? We have limitation of flesh. If we, no, if we do not obey the limitation, we may suffer the consequences. Like I said, it shall never be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. God take rest after working for six days. Brethren, take your vacation and join it. For those that will be listening to this message later, I hope you enjoy your vacation. May God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank God. We appreciate him for the word he has brought to us today. Amen. Praise the Lord. There are certain things when, the, when, the, when we pray, uh, when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we say, as your will is done in what? In heaven. Let it be done on earth. Amen. You see, things that are happening in heaven, that is what God also wants you to practice on what? On earth. And one of them is what? It's rest. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 10 says, For all who enter into God's rest will find rest from their labor. Amen. Enter into the rest God has provided. He says in verse 11, Let us do our best to enter that place of rest. For, for everyone who disobeyed God as the people of Israel did before. Amen. We must obey God in order to enter the rest God has prepared for us. Amen. Let us be on our feet and uh, let us talk to God. First of all, let us uh, commit our pastor. Uh, the Lord has used to bring his word unto us. Let us pray that the hand of God be mighty upon him. That he has given us this word that the Lord will water him also. Begin to talk to God. My Father, my God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We appreciate you, Lord, for your word that you have given to us that we should practice your rest 
on this earth because that is what we are going to experience when we get with you. Father, we say thank you. We bless your name. We commit your son you have used to bless us today into your hand. My father, O oh God, let your hand be upon him. Bless him and his family in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us also talk to God to release his oil of gladness upon our head. The Bible says the oil flow from the head of Aaron to his beard, even unto his garment. Father, let me be anointed. Let your oil come upon my head. Begin to talk to God. I pray in the name of Jesus, let your anointing oil come upon my head. Let me be anointed. Let your oil flow from my head in the name of Jesus. David said, he anointed me. He anointed me and my cup runneth over. Let this be my portion this week in the name of Jesus. Begin to talk to God. My Father, O oh God, let your oil come upon my head. In the name of Jesus, let my cup run over. In the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, take me, O oh Lord, to my still water. My Father, O oh Lord, and let me be rest assured in your green pasture. My Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Let your peace be my portion. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Psalm 121 verse 1 says, I look up unto the hills. Where does my help come from? My help cometh from the Lord who makes heaven and earth. Talk to God and say, Father, my Father, my God, let my help come from you. I look upon to you, Jehovah. My eye is fixed, as David said. My eye is fixed. Let my help come from you, Lord. Let my help come from you, Lord. Let my help come from you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let my help come from you. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. The word of God says, my peace have I given to you, not as the world giveth. Not the peace that, not, not the peace that exchange better things, but the peace that makes everything to work for the glory of God. Let it be my portion. Talk to God. You are before the Lord. Confess unto him that I walk in your peace. And let it be my portion in the name of Jesus. Let it be my portion in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I want to, to, us to pray because the word of the Lord has come unto us today. As many that are troubled. Father, O oh God, let your peace find us in the name of Jesus. Let your peace find us in the name of Jesus. Let us come to the rest. Have you been one trouble or the other? Have you been sick or the other? 
they begin to talk to God. My Father, my God, according to your word, let us enter into your peace. Let us enter into your peace in the name of Jesus. Father, O oh God, let us rest from all our troubles. Let us rest from all our pains. Father, your word says a season of rest. A season of rest, Lord. Let this be our season of true rest in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Uh, before we share the grace and fellowship, please, the first timer, please remember uh, this door on my left. Just come out a little. Outside this door, you will meet with the ministers that will uh, have some chat with you and uh, they will pray with you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let us uh, share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely your goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Praise the Lord.